All right, everybody, welcome back to the Get It Done podcast. My name is Joe Zanka, your host, co-founder and COO of On Demand Storage, who sponsors the podcast. And today I'm with special guest Joe Vandor of Lunch Dates. Joe, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, Joe? It's going great. It's awesome to have you on. Um, I love you know your company and what you do, and, and it's it's unique. And so I haven't had anybody on here um, that does something like that quite yet. And um, we were talking a little bit off air with you know the movie Hitch and and like shallow how and stuff like that and how it, it can relate. And so I'd love to hear, you know, the real life behind some stuff that goes on like that. Uh, well, so Lunch Dates is a private matchmaking service and we've been around for almost 40 years now. And my clientele is typically busy professionals, um, you know, educated, attractive, normal. They all, um, they just want a more dignified approach to meeting somebody. And I think the biggest thing is, is that, you know, they don't, people don't want to be swiping left and right. You know, they like the fact that we are an offline matchmaking service. So we do all of the matching by hand and we really get to know our clients and, you know, we do, we set them up on lunch dates, drinks after work, dates on the weekend, um, and now virtual dating as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as my clients go, you know, we have everything from lawyers and doctors to school teachers and nurses. I mean, it's a very diverse group of people. I think it's awesome. And I think that, um, you know, if I were to use something like this, I would totally agree. I'd, I'd rather have someone get to know me and then match me up with people that, you know, from their professional opinion makes more sense rather than, like you said, just kind of swipe right. <laughs> yeah. Keep swiping you know, based on a little tiny blurb about someone that, you know, they could have easily made up <laughs> at the end of the day. Well, that's the thing. There are a lot of great people who are on the apps, who are online, but you don't always know who's on the other end of the keyboard. and. Right. You don't always know that, um, you know, half the time people don't even meet. So, you know, they kind of swipe and swipe and then they start texting and they end up just disappearing into thin air and never yeah. get the chance. So my clients do meet, you know, it's a big difference. So how did you, and I guess when and how did you recognize this as an opportunity? I mean, how did you get into doing this? Uh, well, I'd like to say I've been doing this since uh, I was born because I just was always a meddler and always, you know, would fix people up. And so it was kind of my natural being to be involved in people's business and what they, you know, liked and didn't like. And so I kind of, um, about 20 years ago uh, or so, maybe even longer, stumbled across um, a different um, service and started um working in that business and learned all about, you know, matchmaking and setting people up and realized it was my passion and what I needed to do. And so then from there, I ended up owning a different business that was similar to this business and it was in New York. And then we always wanted to get back um, to Boston. And so sold that and ended up here. And this was an existing business that um, we took over and we've had it for the last um, 12 to 15 years now. And um, it's great. You know, I think the main thing is, is that you have to have passion towards what you do. No matter what it is that you do, you have to believe in what you're doing. And I tell people, you know, I'm not ever going to cure cancer. I wish that I could. And I thank you all that are doing that for, you know, the part and all of this. But I just love the fact that I'm able to help uh, provide love to people and get them into relationships. Because this is one of the most important areas of people's lives. Oh, definitely. I think, well, one of the most things that I like, you know, about owning my own business and, and doing business most is, is making and creating like, you know, deep kind of impactful relationships with people where like, you know, you not only do you do business together, but you know, you become friends and you, you start to, you know, even 
do things outside of the workplace and, and hang out and, you know, and, and learn about each other's lives, learn, each other's about his, learn about each other's kids and significant others. And so that's something that like I value. And we've only been going for about four years now, but I can just see how it's going to progress, you know, throughout my career as, as we keep going. And so building those relationships, but you guys take it to the next level. And not only do you build those relationships with many people yourselves, but you build them for other people, which I think is, is even more cool. It, yeah, I mean, what you're doing is outstanding. You know, the whole thing is this, is it is, you know, about relationships. And I try to explain to people that, you know, something that uh, my clients usually feel is that I kind of explain it like I'm in the boat with them. And so my success is their success. So, you know, I want to get them in a relationship almost as much as they want to be in a relationship, sometimes more. You know, the whole thing mm-hmm. is this, is that um, I care about my clients and this is such an intimate part of people's lives so that we become very close when we're working together in this, you know, nothing I haven't heard in my day. I can assure you that. And um, so it's definitely a little bit more interesting than, you know, selling a widget or something like that. But oh, yeah. um, so it's great. Cause I, so I tell people, you know, I'm responsible for, you know, relationships, marriages, babies, now grandbabies and some divorces, but that's okay. You know, um, then we start all over again and, get them back out there. That's so okay. Yep. So what are some of the biggest challenges you guys have faced running, running a business like this? Um, I would say, you know, as far as challenges go, you know, it's always a challenge. Um, one of the silly things in the Boston area that's a challenge for us is, is that a North Shore and South Shore, you know, people don't want to cross the bridge. So it, it sounds like a simple thing like, oh, well, you, uh, you know, one's five minutes outside of Boston this way and 10 minutes this way. But so um, I that can seriously be a challenge. And also it's a matter of, you know, everybody has their preferences and I kind of call it their wants and their needs. And so I also equate it to much like, you know, buying a home in that, you know, we all want to have these giant walk-in closets everywhere and we want to have this and that, but you know, not every house is going to have all of these things and it's people. So when you're dealing with people, it's an intangible. And so that um, there are the things that absolutely, you know, are non-negotiables but there are some things that yes would everybody like somebody who might be tall dark and handsome or something but you got to realize that this person could be the love of your life and may not you know, meet all those criteria. definitely well i mean it seems like a, it, it can definitely has a lot of challenges and each individual and each relationship has its own challenges within it um mm-hmm. yeah i mean that and then the challenges like you said of um talking people through that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you might have some picture in their mind of like, you know, some like Jason Momoa type of actor who's like this big, you know, like, it's like, well, I mean, he's not out there right now. He's not available, unfortunately, but you know, there's some other great people um, who you can, you know, make a relationship with and, and just look and see what happens. Well, that's the whole thing of it. It's that, you know, everybody has this idea of what's going to be the right person for them. And, you know, I try to tell people, you know, the more open-minded somebody is, the more flexible somebody is, the quicker they're going to get themselves into a relationship. People should never settle in life and not have the dream, but it's a matter of realizing what things are most important to make a healthy relationship. And I try to coach my clients and make sure that um, we're on the same page as far as that goes. Definitely. Definitely. That's, that, I can see how that could be tough. Um, so have you had any, you know, mentors or role models where you're getting into this that you kind of helped you through or even, I guess, just at all in business that, um, you know, it might not have to be to do with actual matchmaking or the lunch dates, 
you know, aspect itself, but even just getting you off the ground? I mean, I've had lots of mentors in life. I think it, for me, when I look at the people who are my mentors in life, I always look at the people who surround yourself with successful people, people, and it doesn't matter exactly what you're saying, whether it, you know, I obviously am very close with a lot of <clears throat> colleagues throughout the country who have taught me a lot and vice versa, and we've learned a lot from each other. But I think, you know, surround yourself with positive people mm-hmm. who are going to lift you up and motivate you and make you see your potential. Um, and that's going to go leaps and bounds because otherwise if, if you have a negative apple in the bunch, it's always going to, you know, end up, you know, bringing it sideways. So, um, you oh. know, bless them on their way and take the people who are encouraging you. So, I mean, I've had, um, I've had, too many to even name specifically, but they're all great. No, I mean, it's, it's so important to, to, to factor that in, especially when you're looking to start a business, you know, keeping that in mind as you start to build your team. Um, you know, the people that you hire have to be people that you're not only compatible, compatible with, but um, bring a positive energy to the environment and, and what they do every day. Um, Cause like you said, they could be, you know, even if they are a very talented person or if they're someone who, um, you know, has, I guess, even in the matchmaking world, like some intangible, you know, they are tall, dark and handsome, or they are, you know, they have this really great job or whatever it may be. Um, you know, if they bring a negative attitude to the experience or they bring a negative attitude to the workplace, um, it, it just is going to bring the team down. It's going to, and it's going to bring, it's going to make your job all that much harder. And, and um, so yeah, positivity is, is definitely key. I can totally agree and relate to that for sure. Yeah, I definitely, you know, each day you have to just start a new day out fresh and realize, you know, you have an opportunity in front of you to be the best you can be and surround yourself with people who are going to lift you up and, you know, be in your corner. I also try to look at, you know, just because somebody else seems like they're, don't get caught up in everybody else and how successful they are per se, but take the good from them and learn from it. No, I love that too. And um, it kind of segues nicely into my next question for you um, because the next question I was going to ask you about is how you guys are currently marketing yourself and what you do to you know get your brand out there. Um, and we talked a little bit off air, but um, it's easy with Instagram, Facebook, and like all these different, you know, Google to see other people. Cause all they really post is they don't post a negative. They post their successful um, mm-hmm. and what they're doing. And, and that's great. That's what they should be doing, but it's easy to get caught up in that. And it's easy to see, you know, Oh, well I should be doing this like this, or I should be doing this like this, or, you know, we need to get really good at Facebook. We need to get really good at, you know, SEO. We, so I struggled with that at the beginning of my business is trying to figure out where our clients are going to find us and where it's most important to, to market our company. So I'm always curious where other people have found success in, in marketing their brand and, and, um, and maybe where you've, where you haven't had success in the past or, um, or maybe are looking to have success at some point. Well, our business is very unique. Um, it, you know, we're the country. So it's a funny thing because um, where everybody's all, you know, Facebook, Instagram and social media, social media, that's not um, typically my clientele doesn't want to be on social media because of the fact that they're very confidential. So it's a little bit different than most businesses. I mean, the majority of my clients, obviously they come from referrals. People we've, Fortunately, been a, we have a great reputation. I mean, one of the main things, too, is we have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, but that's because of the fact that we truly care about our clients and we'll never make every single person happy. But 
as long as um, they give us the opportunity to let us know what's you know good, bad, and different, so that we can make sure that we fine tune it and get it right for them. Um, and as far as marketing and advertising go, you know, we did a lot of trial and error back in the day. When I tell you, um, as far as everything from every magazine, you know, and I've been doing this long enough where there was no social media and where print was the way to go. You had everything was in print, you know, um, every magazine. We were huge gorilla when it came to print marketing and now print marketing, nobody really cares about because it's digital now. Um, so I think the big thing is, is that you have to do trial and error and you have to figure out what's going to work for your business because every business is going to be a little bit different. But I think the main thing is, is whatever you're doing, have follow through and give it enough time to don't give it too much time, but enough to give it a, a true sampling to see if it works. I mean, um, for us, you know, we do a lot of radio advertising. We do a lot of, you know, SEO search, things of that nature where people think that the, um, social media is the complete way to go and it might be for certain businesses but I think sometimes too there's it's saturated a bit too so yes um, yeah, you yeah we found out. that um, social media you know wasn't the exact avenue that we wanted to go down either um, we we try to keep up to date with it and post just to stay in front of people but at the end of the day um, a lot of our clients come from yeah organic search traffic SEO um, yeah. and our businesses kind of relate in the sense that like you know I, I think a lot of people aren't looking for a, a matchmaker every day. It's not something that like you're going to go on and, and just buy and either be done with. Yeah. Or it's a, a certain thing in your life comes up where you're ready for it or you're, you know, you want to try it or whatever. And just same thing with like moving and storage. It's like people don't move that often, but when, when they do, they search it on Google and you need to show up. And that's like kind of what we've, we've put a lot of our eggs in our basket, but again, trial and error is key because we spent a lot of time on social media. We spent a lot of time doing other things where um, inevitably they didn't work. And and you're spot on saying that there's a fine line of giving it enough time and then and then knowing when to cut it off. I would recommend that anybody who's going to try like a campaign, you know, don't just listen to that like the monthly price is this. Factor it like multiply it by six because you need at least probably six months of like learning. So if you're ready to commit that much money, then give it a go. Uh, but if you're not ready to commit six months then you might as well not do it at all because it needs that much time to kind of marinate it, from my experiences at least. Yeah, no, I, I, I absolutely agree. I think that it's, you said it correctly, like it's fine mind because, you know, a lot of times people say something, they're like, well, I didn't get that instant gratification right away of it, but you got to give it time. But then you don't want to hold, then sometimes people want to hold on for too long and they can't, well, I've already invested. Well, you know what you did, but cut the loss and move on and make it your money, you know, into something else. And I think um, the interesting thing that you were saying is, is about your business is this, right, like, unless I need a storage business or a moving business per se, I'm not looking for it today, but you want to be on the forefront of somebody's brain for when they are looking so that you have to realize that your business is going to advertise differently than somebody else's. And, we're, you know, if somebody's married, they don't care about me fixing them up with somebody, but the, everybody has a friend that's single. So I try to say to them, you know, you know, you're not, but you know, somebody else who is. So it's sure. the same thing. Oh, definitely. definitely. So my last question, um, obviously, you know, COVID being present and um, just like it has effect on our business and many others, I'm sure there's been some changes that, you know, happen with yours. Uh, but how is, you know, dealing with COVID-19, has it taught you anything, you know, positive about yourself and your business? Um, or, you know, have you 
been able to find anything that you could use, I guess, as a bit of encouragement to anybody else out there who's, who's kind of fighting through it? Uh, well, it's an, I, we were speaking a little bit early, but I will say this, you know, COVID taught us all a lot. I think, you know, if you get, we got nothing out of this, it's to slow down and appreciate the small things in life, you know? Um, and it, in my business, you know, we had to revamp. My whole being was to get people together and bring people together. And initially, I was like, uh-oh, you know, I can't do this unless I'm bringing people together. And then I had to take my own personal feelings out of it and realize that my whole being is to bring people together. So just because they couldn't get together in person, we had to go to virtual and then we did a hybrid of virtual and in-person and it's people's comfort level. But the whole thing is to realize that just because life throws you a curveball doesn't mean that you can't, you know, make lemon, lemonade out of lemons. So yeah. I think that um, here and the other thing I was saying is, is that before people were moving so fast, myself included, we all I walk fast, talk fast, you know, everything's. And when it came to dating, we all kind of, not we, my clients more, um, we're looking for what was wrong with somebody and the next best thing. And now people have slowed down and realized to look for what's right with somebody and really, you know, get themselves into healthy relationships. And I've probably had more relationships this past year than I have been before, just because people have slowed down. And so my hope is if we can take something good from this whole COVID-19, you know, travesty and try to slow down and, you know, appreciate one another and everybody's going through a different flight and everybody's got different things. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just, you know, to enjoy life and try to appreciate the small things. hundred percent. hundred percent. I felt like the world was moving so fast um, in like 2018, 2019, getting the business off the ground. And then, you know, just watching things happen. It's like, can we just slow down for a second? And granted, I would never wish for anything like this to happen, but it has slowed things down and it has made you appreciate the, the, the real things out there. And I love hearing that um, people are taking, you know, dating oftentimes, especially in my generation is as simple as swiping a finger at this point. You know what I mean? It's like, nope, nope, nope. Oh, sure. Nope, nope. Yep. Nope. And so like that just, I mean, I don't know much about that culture personally, but um, it's good to hear that people are looking for now they're looking for the right thing, not the wrong thing. I think that, that, um, that's that's so important. I, hopefully, that type of mentality carries into the future as well. Yeah, I hope so too. So, you know, everybody deserves to find love, and you know, I just help facilitate it that much quicker for people. And you know, real life Cupid. And then, then when they get together, and then they move, then they call you, and it all just <laughs> circle of life. You see, <laughs> good little referral network potentially. Yeah. Um, so where can people find you, Jill, if they want to learn more about lunch dates and, and, and maybe, um, contact you about, um, helping find a true love. Uh, lunchdates.com. Just check out our website. Give us a call. 617-254-3000. And, um, you can tell them Jill sent you or Joe sent you. And, uh, we're going to do our best to get you into a nice, healthy relationship. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, um, I love hearing about what you guys are doing. I love that, um, you guys have been able to pivot a little bit throughout COVID. I know that a lot of it was in person. Now it's, you know, just feeling out the comfort level. So it's great to hear that um, everything's still going and that matches are being made all over the place through uh, lunch dates. So thank you for sharing everything. And, um, and thank well, thanks you. for having me on. It was yeah. great. A lot of fun. This has yeah. been awesome. We'll, um, we'll talk again soon. You got it. Thanks, thanks. Jeff.